You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When I walked up, the line was already forming when I came back uh, from the car. So mm. I'm feeling pretty good about Friday. Yeah, there's did storms you, coming. Did you guys see the video of the uh, from the NRA of how long the lines have been at some no. of the doors? <laughs> I mean, we thought it was crazy that it wrapped, you know, a quarter mile this way. Some of the lines have been even longer. It's been nuts. I mean, I think it, I think it shows you, like, how hungry people were to get out after two years of not having consumer shows. Um, I'm willing to bet this will be the biggest one they've had. Yeah. They broke a record Sunday, right? I think that's what everybody's been saying. Somebody, yeah, saying that. It was yeah. either Saturday or Sunday. I was reading a story that said there was about 100 vendors that dropped out, and I, I bet a lot of it was just that ice storm. You know, yeah. the the booth next to us never showed, and then a, another guy expanded his footprint, but he could only be here like a day. So we ended up having an open footprint here next to us. But for the most part, you know, I uh, I don't think people noticed that there's 100 fewer vendors no. or, or exhibitors, rather. Yeah, and I would say, like, each portion of the halls that you go into, some of them feel a little more open. And, the, like, fishing, it felt like every single stall was taken. Yeah. And then in the uh, archery sh- section, it's stacked up. Um, yeah. In here, you, yeah, you definitely see some open spots. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do show back up for the weekend. You know, well, they're yeah. just capitalizing on the weekends. Uh, a lot of locals get that. Uh, you, you get a deal, too, on Sunday where you can come back mm. on the same ticket. The last day. I didn't oh know that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so so Sunday, Sunday could <laughs> yeah. be really good. The problem is I think people sell out of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to be close to – so we, we already had to reorder some stuff and have it overnighted a couple times. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, th- I think that will be the, the challenge on Sunday is if, if you waited until Sunday to get that deal you wanted. And, and you do get deals on Sunday. Like brand, our exhibitors might be a little more willing to cut the – the display model to you for a little bit of a deal yeah. but or they just don't want to take it back home right They're like right we brought it here it's staying here yeah no you can definitely uh that's definitely a, a strategy the problem with that strategy is it may, may not pay off if people uh, uh people are taking some pictures of sasquatch over here i love <laughs> it uh, uh we brought a sasquatch in our booth and he's kind of been moving around dan and erica have both worn sasquatch a little bit 
Uh, Dan got him a couple different times, and um, Erica was a funny Sasquatch because she's like, it looked, she she looked like a foot shorter <laughs> when when she put the Sasquatch <laughs> costume on. Like I've never thought of Erica as short, but no. when she put that because for a female she's pretty tall, yeah, uh, but. She put that Sasquatch costume on, and for some reason, all of a sudden, she looked short. It could be because I was like Dan, as a monkey, like he literally is built like a monkey. His <laughs> like, he's he's not. Let's that make much. this a uh, recurring thing that for well, about five minutes on every uncensored, we just ream that guy. Uh, <laughs> especially when, when he's he not when it. he's he not really here, does. it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, if he's here to defend himself, we'll ease up on that. Yeah. But no, no, I told Dan this. I was like, "You're not built right. Like, there's something wrong with your proportions." Because oh <laughs> he can, chest, long he's not arms. that much taller than me, but he could unscrew that that top screw on that door. And I figured out like everything that was eight feet high. I just talked to Dan, and he could do it. Now you're, you're how tall are you? I'm like six one. Six one. Okay, so you and Dan both. I just got short arms, I guess. I'm like a T-Rex over here. They can't reach anything. Dan's built like Tony Delk. Because uh, I'm like six feet. Dan's six two, I think. But yeah. his arm, if you ever look at Dan's arms, they're very long. He said he got a custom tailored suit one time, and the tailor was like, you're not built like most men. <laughs> 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 he said his exact quote from the tailor. That's so, cool so I don't think that's just Brad ragging on Dan. Yeah. Uh, I want to compliment Dan because we did rag on him so much on the last show that people were actually, like, tagging Dan to tell him that he d- – and he didn't know. He hadn't <laughs> seen the show yet. Uh, I, w- I do want to say, like, a lot of this was Dan's doing. Yeah. And yeah. Dan, Dan – Dan's the man. Dan planned this whole thing. Dan uh, – I like the, the design of – I mean, we worked together on it, but, like, when it comes down to deciding what boards to buy and the stains and the dimensions, and he had every board measured uh, in, a, in a mock, and it turned out awesome. And yep. the, the tactical backpacks was his idea, and that's our, like our number one big seller. So he was it Dan's idea. Yeah, I was it that, not? I thought that was my idea. But you think he, you would. Well, the only reason I think that is because Jacob and I had been here, and I remember having the conversation of like, dude, those tack bags we sell will sell like hotcakes. Oh. Uh, I'm not a take credit for ideas guy, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, now that actually does ring a bell. Though I, 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 remember I that think now. I think Jacob and I knew that tack bags would move here and yeah, guess what our number right. one seller is it's these yep. tack bags so um bags. so the wh- what have you guys thought of the show you've been here before jacob mm-hmm. what's the difference this time in exhibiting versus attending uh i mean obviously you're talking to a lot more people that's the biggest difference because last time we came we kind of were just getting a lay of the land visiting a couple people that we know we wanted to see um you know it, Obviously, you don't see as much when you're in the booth all day long, but you do get to talk to a lot more people, tell a lot more people about Go Wild, which yeah. is cool. Uh, and, you know, it's, it, it, I would say it's like Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, of course. Um, and so you're just you're talking to these people. And we've almost got it nailed down, too, where somebody walks up, we can peg where yeah. they're from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love all the accents. Uh, you know, I'm used to hearing all the southern accents, but up here you get all these good New York accents. Yeah. You get a little bit of Boston. Uh, yeah. It's it, That's been fun. I met a guy who had a picture of Dogman. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. It, I mean, it was it was one of those things where he didn't, like, offer that to me until we were deep in the conversation because he was asking all about trail cams. And then he, he, I'm trying to figure out what the – you know been interesting to see what people are trying to photograph because it's not just white tailed deer yeah um, there's a lot of people buying them for security yeah security. a lot of people buying them for security and it was interesting though because this dude says i have a photo of Dogman. i go you know about Dogman? he goes i have Dogman on my property and i'm thinking at this point that this guy's a looney tune right <laughs> like i'm like this guy's nuts uh, 
just assuming where this is going to go. And then he does proceed to pull out a picture that was quite compelling. Yeah. It, I really wish I had been there for I, that. I know, man. I wish I – I didn't have, like – I didn't feel right asking him for a photo. Like, look, can I take a photo of your photo? Can you send that to me? Um, but it was, like, eight feet high, and, and the it was at night, and these eyes that were the biggest eyes I've ever seen on a trail camera were lit up. And they looked like coyote eyes, but very big, like huge eyes. Eight feet high on this tree is what he said. I, you know, I, I don't have that perspective. But then the other thing, too – was there was something on the ground on all fours that was bigger than a wolf but looked like a wolf. It had this big, long tail behind it, these big, tall hindquarters. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that that's Dogman, but I see how you could come to that conclusion. Yeah. And he goes, well, look at this. And then he, he, like, goes through his phone. He's digging through photos. This wasn't like it was planned, right? It's not like he came here to convince somebody he knows Dogman. He pulls up this photo of a giant canine print and he's he's telling me all about how he went to the dnr with this and he's got this thing sitting next to, i think it's a water bottle for perspective and this print was like six and a half inches wide ginormous dog canine print and he's like i went to the dnr and he said a wolf print maxes out i think he said like four inches or something i don't know anything about wolves so i was like okay that is obviously a ma- i mean it looked like a bear print by size but, but dog in shape. But it was a, and it would have been a small bear, I guess. Uh, but but it was a clearly a canine print, and I'm like, yeah, like I could see how you. But then they start telling me about Bigfoot. They got Bigfoot. They, the Bigfoot's like setting traps on their property. <laughs> it's two brothers. That's why you uh, lost me. It's like, <laughs> what are the odds that they're both hanging out in the same? I don't know, man. Area. Uh, maybe like, they're. Ter- he he said Bigfoot's very smart. Dogman's kind of stupid but scary. Um, and, and this guy, like, talking to him was kind of intellectual about the whole thing. Like, it wasn't like he's some Yahoo. The more I talked to him, I'm like, no, this guy's smart. I mean, he could be like a CPA or something, you know. Yeah. Um, and and the longer I talked to him, I'm like, I don't know. This guy's got something going on. I don't know if it's Dogman or what, but it's kind of interesting that, you know, to hear him talk through his experience with it. So. And where did he live? Uh, up on the Canadian border, uh, he said he was up upstate New York near the border. So. So I mean, is it Wolf Country? I guess, yeah. I would think close so. to BC, or yeah. is it? Yeah, that, yeah. That's I, definitely. I, I mean, I would think so. Um, I don't know anything about the populations up here, um, but it was interesting. So I had a dogman indirect encounter. Didn't see that coming. Oh. Yeah, we've had uh, a good time meeting members, though. You guys, have you guys gotten to chat with anybody while you've been up here? Yeah, man, it's been really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's been one of my favorite things. I think uh, one thing we learned is the photo booth was cool, but it's like not the right environment for that. Like people hit this show wide open looking to buy stuff. Yeah, and and honestly, people were taking pictures with Squatch a second ago. That's been yeah. more of the attraction for pictures than the photo booth. Yep, been a lot of people stopping getting photos with him. Yeah, for sure. Um, Braden, any? What's your first take on Great American Outdoor Show? Um, long days. Probably big thing. Uh, I talk about like on a, on a normal day, like probably ten percent the amount I talk up here, just like constantly talking to people. But for me and like my job, it's been really interesting, like talking to people and like hearing how they're using different products and like what what questions they're asking and like how we can help and like okay, you're wanting to get into this or you are into this. Here's the product you should check out and like here's the reasons you should look into this or maybe this isn't a good fit for you. Like, I think before this, it's a little bit overwhelming with the amount of things that we sell. Like, we all have knowledge about the things we directly use. Like, I understand this Garmin watch because I use it. But 
we sell a whole big long line of Garmin watches and <laughs> through people asking questions, me not knowing and Googling it and then getting ready over time, like having all these answers to questions, like now I can kind of fluently talk about a lot more of the stuff and yeah, it's been, it's been cool. And then I've been surprised how many people have heard of go wild or like are on go wild. Like it's, it's been really cool. I, di- I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I know we did the wear your t-shirt thing and we've definitely had several folks come by and do that. And they've all just been super kind and super glad we got to meet them. Like they're just say only good things about the platform and yeah. wanted, wanted to meet us. And it was really fun. You kind of yeah. sound like uh, me, like you sounds like your sinuses are catching up to you. I think it's the talking so much. Yeah, like I, did my, too. I don't, I don't talk that much and <laughs> my, my throat's like, what's going on? Yeah. I, uh, I travel with cold meds when we do shows because mm-hmm. I end up just having to like try to dry out my sinuses because I, I don't know what it is. Something about talking this much it like flares it up. It's, it gets inflamed or something. And well, the hostels super dry. The hostel, the, the hostel, hostel, the garbage food. We're not staying I mean, in a hostel. <laughs> just for the record, uh, <laughs> we have an Airbnb that is interesting. We have stories we probably shouldn't share. <laughs> That's uh, true. From the neighbors, uh, truly uncensored. <laughs> can't get that uncensored on uncensored (laughs) Um, but you know the show's getting ready to open here i know this is gonna be a quick show for us today uh but any parting thoughts i mean i'm really like to to me i think we're gonna have three really good days yeah and i think uh it's gonna be a heck of a lot easier getting back than it was up here because we've got so much less inventory now and no ice storm hopefully no ice storm oh no rain i drove through eight hours of rain getting up here the trailer lights went out they shorted out on the vehicle side not the trailer side so we're gonna try to get out of here early on monday so i don't have to i have a a, a magnet light that i'm gonna attach to the car i'm gonna actually zip tie it to the to the back of the trailer to get us back but uh yeah we're gonna be carrying significantly less weight because we have sold hundreds of pounds of tack bags so um i'm looking i'm looking forward to the next three days you can hear the volume getting louder like yeah, people, people getting excited getting here. they're gonna yeah. do national anthem uh that's yep. one of oh, the yeah. cool things about the show they gives you the goosebumps it yeah. feels like yeah. you're already actually, started play a game yeah they're very good the too. guy that sang yesterday was Absolutely on it ripped yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah dude it's like super bowl level performance every morning it's awesome it's yep. sick so and uh i guess sunday night too we got to hurry up and pack up so we can go watch super bowl somewhere yeah. we got to try to squeeze into a it. bar i have no idea where this is going to work Tim Buck says i fall asleep in the third quarter yeah maybe we should go to the airbnb <laughs> and watch it then so you're not sleeping in a bar um all right well we're going to wrap this uh if you guys want to log time for this on go out get some points for it this is jacob knight also known as the kentucky waterfall mm-hmm. we got braden ware and i'm brad luttrell give us a tag when you do it you can hit the plus sign go up to log time and you'll find it right there under Outdoor Podcast and uh, I almost said Gearbox Talk, but we no. are not on Gearbox Talk. This is uncensored <laughs> to, as the, to the best of my recollection. So, uh, all right. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. We're going to get up here and meet some people and sell some stuff. See you.